Welcome everyone, Arthur Bablis here. Congratulations for getting to the Personal Evolution Show, the podcast, part of the Evolve from the Inside Out community. And we're gonna be coming to you, we're gonna be having discussions, we're gonna have conversations. And the whole purpose is to get you thinking about your thinking. We're gonna ask you some questions so you can discover decisions that you need to make in order for you to start moving your life forward. How do you bring in more joy, more happiness, more success into your life? You see, leadership, success, happiness, it doesn't just happen, it's cause and effect. In this podcast, we're going to be sharing with you modern sciences, traditional wisdom, spiritual laws, you have blending modalities from NLP, hypnosis, kinesiology, energy work. We're going to share with you what we've learned over the last 30 years in this wonderful field to help you to discover that essence inside of you and ask yourself the questions to help you to break through. Here's a question. Who would you be? What would you do? And how would you feel if you already had blank? Think about that. This podcast is going to help you fill in the blanks. This is Arthur Bablis. How do you achieve that flow state? How do you achieve that state of, of, of life flowing through you? Because life ha- is happening to you, through you. It's actually happening through you and for you as opposed to just to you. Life is not done to you. It's done for you, through you, because of you, right? Okay. And so what we need to understand, and you guys have learned this, is nature's law, the flow state. We need to understand the five elements of us experiencing life, our energy and our spirit. And we know this in the beginning, there's the wood, there's the plant, this is the birth, the vision, the why. This is where you have a new idea, you get excited, you're starting to be purposeful in your life. You got a new idea, you connect with a new person, a new partner, it's all exciting. You get into the upward surging phase, there's fire, mate, there's just, mate, there's, there's fire in that relationship, early days, right, Joshy? All right? That's what because you're conscious and you're conscious about how you're making the decisions, and you're conscious about what you do with that person, and you're conscious about how you're choosing to live that life. And you're doing all the little things to get the results. All the actions are based on this conscious, you're, you're up here, you're living life in the honeymoon period, as Bruce Lipton says. But there's a point once you get to achieve it, like are we ever there yet? So if happiness was a destination, when you get there, what do you do? What are most people that take the foot off the accelerator? They stop doing all the things that got them there. And as that happens, they fall into the old patterns, into the metal elements, start to decay. They don't stop and renew, review, and they don't give themselves time to actually connect to the soul so they can rise up with a whole different consciousness. And so they fall apart here. And because they're holding on, they're stuck in here, and they don't want to face the fear of, of changing. They want to face the fear of elevating themselves. They want to hold on to the old, the old stuff up here. They're holding on to it. Well, as you're holding on to the old, you're never going to start something new. It's always blocking the earth element. So what I want to do, knowing the flow state, because you experience flow by allowing yourself to experience the conscious, purposeful, intentional beauty of achieving things in your life that you decide, and then in getting to a point in your life where you need to relax and renew to recharge yourself, and connect to another part of yourself so you can come back and experience even more of it at another level. If you don't, you fall apart here. Knowing those five stages, we all go through it chronologically. We could be at different stages in different areas in our life. You know, you could be in the wood phase of your career. You could be in the fire phase of your relationship. You could be in the metal phase of uh, a home that you're living in. Maybe the home is deteriorating. You've got to fix the home, right? So knowing those, let me share with you the five keys to becoming happy enough. And these five keys, they sort of reflect the five elements, right? And these, well, I was listening to a podcast the other day and I summarized all this and put it together 
based on this in this concept. And I believe that when you focus on these five concepts, they're five concepts, core concepts, that really great performers know. So if you want to be an elite performer in your life, if you want to achieve the results that the elite performers achieve, when we talk about results, not just the results in terms of their businesses and the extrinsic things they get in their life, but live the quality of lives that they live, the balanced lives, the happy lives, the healthy lives with the successes that they have, what is it that these people know? There's five things that we're going to be talking about, guys. So let me come over here to my flip chart again. Because there's five things in order for you to help become happy enough. So the first thing here, right, it's interesting. The concept of attitudinal contagion. What's that? Attitudes are contagious. What's an attitude? A mindset. Mindsets can go viral. Mindsets are viruses. So your thinking, right, affects the environment that you're in. I mean, you catch the attitudes of the people that you spend most time with. You spend your time around with people who are happy, you're going to be happy. You're going to spend a lot of time around with people who will be sad or depressed. And there's studies to show that spouses that spend time with their partners who are depressed and anxious, that end up getting depressed and anxious like that. And this is grounded on, as I said, neurobiology and mirror neurons because we model the people around us in the environment. And this comes down to, you think about in caveman days, right? even to when they, went, uh, the, when they discovered fire. So when you know, you're in this environment and you're seeing people who overcome an obstacle that you may be facing or are doing something you would like to experience, you start to model them. Your mirror neurons copy their mindsets and their behaviors. And so that happens because of survival. So you think about it in today's world, more importantly, how we copy other people's behaviors and mindsets in order for survival. So here's the thing I want you to think about. If you're the smartest person in the room, if you're the quickest person in the room, if you feel you're the most healthiest person in the room, you probably need to find another room. Now you might say, hey, I'm an alpha male, or I can be the leader, or I can be the, link, the linchpin to change this around for everyone. But it takes a certain strength and a certain confidence within yourself. You just need to, you need to be more than happy enough right, for that to happen. Because I'll tell you what happens. When you're subjective, subjected to the same bombardment of degradation, of anxiety, of depression, and you're attempting to change people, you're attempting to change people, you're attempting to help them change their mindsets, you know, this is the codependency triangle, right? They're going to start blaming you. And ultimately, as a human being, what do we want at deep core level? We want to be acknowledged. We want to be accepted. We want to be part of the community. So we succumb to them and we give in. Because perhaps the collective vibration of the group was more dominant than the vibration within yourself. It takes a person who's done quite a lot of work within themselves to be able to stand up, be happy enough to say, you know what? Hey, this environment's not for me. I'm out of here. But if they stay there, attempting to change it, attempting to be the martyr, guess what's going to happen? They get in a codependent triangle. So if mindsets are contagious, we need to be aware of this because the one mindset that we've got to be aware of that people catch, this is an attitudinal, let's put it here, atti, attitudinal contagion. Attitudinal contagion. The one mindset we've got to be careful of is the hedonic adaptation mindset, P 
people experiencing hedonic happiness. Because if we are growing, especially with the millennials today and the way we have advertising today, if we're looking for instant gratification, if we're looking for pleasure now, the power of now, that's hedonic adaptation as opposed to eudaimonic adaptation or eudaimonic happiness, which is uh, finding meaning in life and working towards a purpose and a virtue, right? So if we're focusing on a goal, and the goal is a good thing to focus on a goal. So you put a goal out there and you, and you hustle and you work hard and you do what you need to do and you achieve it, once you achieve it, you get into that happiness state, as we said, for a day or a week, but then what? Guess what? That becomes your new normal. That becomes your new middle. And most people say, once you've achieved that success, once you achieve that happiness, you got happy, I'm happy, I'm free, I'm successful, I made money, hey, I can just relax and just retire. Or I can just relax and don't do anything. And you stop doing, you start to live a normal life. Now, that's a quick way of falling into the life of mediocrity. Whereas the champion mindset, the champion mindset says that once I get to that goal, once I won that ring on the finger, that championship, once I achieve that goal today, once I got my best today in the gym, how can I deliver more tomorrow? What can I do tomorrow to actually improve my best? How can I continue to grow? So the hedonic, I want you to be aware of the hedonic, the hedonic mindset, the hedonic happiness in terms of the attitudinal contagion actually is not a growth mindset. Once you achieve your goal, there's no more growth. There's no more expansion. It's put your feet up. But the champion continues to grow. The champion continues to forge forward. And you know, you know what they say? It's about who you become, getting better every day. Here's something I wrote down that maybe you can think about and write down or just etch it in your memory. Greatness has no exit point. So if you want to achieve a life of greatness, there's no exit point. It's a continual journey, a constant, never-ending improvement of how you show up every day. And that's how you create a legacy. That's how whenever you get to the end of your days and you look back, you know, you've lived for a purpose, you lived for a reason. You didn't just get somewhere and stop. And again, it's an attitude that people have learned. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's no judging him, just reporting. So attitudinal contagion, mindsets. The second thing which is important for people to work with, well, the core concept that these top of them know is the same way attitudes are contagious, emotions are. Emotional contagion. Happiness is contagious. Sadness is contagious. Um, regret is contagious. Uh, depression is contagious. So your job is to spend less time in the environments with the people that are experiencing those emotions. Why would you choose? Obviously, you're not happy enough to be able to walk away from them. So you need to work on your emotional intelligence, your emotional, what is your emotional home? You need to work with uh, dealing with past hurts and understand your patterns in life to, to, because if you're attracting certain people in life, attracting certain opportunities in life, attracting certain things which are similar throughout your whole life, well, it, it, it's happening for a specific reason. More importantly, I want you to understand that people around you pick up your emotions. So think about it for you. If you want to create a life <clears throat> where people say, man, I want an invitation to this person. If you're not a happy person, if you're not vibrating happy, you're not vibrating as, as a possibilitarian, you're not vibrating to the um, anything is possible, yeah, I can do this, I'm resilient, I'm able to find a way. Uh, when I hit an obstacle, 
I don't react or sit in the cave. Well, I might feel it and allow myself to feel it and catch myself falling in old patterns, but say, okay, what is it I can do to actually show I can be a better person? Like you're constantly growing. Then that's the growth mindset. It's the expansion mindset. You want to be around those type of people. So people want to be around people who have got a sense of certainty for the future, have a belief, they're able to handle things. And you think about it, we're men. That's what a woman wants in a man, isn't that right? Someone that's going to be able to handle the future for them while we're respecting them and allowing and encouraging them to grow. The third thing here is micro improvements. It's the little things you do every day. It's your habits. It's the things you do every day that become your habits, that become a skill. Your habits are things that you master. It's a skill set. I want you to understand your habits are your skill set. Negative habits are negative skill set. You're bloody good at them though. You've developed the skill of doing the things you don't want to do. The way you can develop the skill of doing the things that you want to do. So what are the things that you do every day? One cent doubled every day is $11 million on day 31. So it's the small things that amount to the big things, guys. See, a lot of people don't see, you know, we see the results of the epic, we see epic performers out there. You know, we might uh, see a painting, a Rembrandt or a Picasso, or we listen to a piece of music or we read a book or we watch a movie or we see a sports person, you know, Jordan dropping 60 or 70 points in a game or, or Kobe Bryant doing that or, or LeBron James doing that or, you know, someone in the NFL, someone in the NRL, someone in the AFL, which is on tonight, right? First game on tonight, is it Dino? Right? Whatever's happening, someone does something spectacular. We just see that mastership at that point. We don't see the thousands of hours that they put in to achieve mastery. 2.44 hours a day to get to 10,000 hours is 10 years. That's the amount of hours it takes to achieve mastery, according to Anders Ericsson. So people don't see the behind the scenes. They don't see the early hours that someone needs to get up to train. So you need to be aware of that. You need to create your rituals, your morning rituals, your daily rituals, and your nightly rituals to be able to achieve little wins every day, get to the big things. The great metaphor is this, guys. Think about a Formula One driver. It's a great metaphor. A Formula One driver. What does he need to focus on? If I can actually take this corner like a, a little bit more cleaner, and stop the understeer, I could actually save 0.01 of a microsecond, correct? And if I do that on every corner and I change my shift gear or the way I do it, if I can save a microsecond in each one of these small things, then each lap I can save a second. After 200 laps, 200 seconds, how far are you head from the competition? So let me ask you, how many laps do you take around the sun in your whole life? Because you're already in your Formula One race of life. The average person takes 27,000 laps. That's your race. 27,000 laps is the average age around 74 years of age. How many laps are we in? Have you stopped for a pit stop? Have you thought this time I'm going around the sun, I'm going to be more conscious about the way I take the corner, downshift in a more appropriate way, save on my tyres? Would you want to leave a bit of donut on the road? <laughs> right? So think about it. 27,000 laps, that's what our race is. Are you running your race like a Formula One driver or you're running your race like as if this race ain't gonna never end for you? So they're micro movements, right? The next thing that we wanna look at over here 
This is an important one. This is where you need to stop. You need to relax. You need to review and you need to renew. So you need to stop. So here, if you're aware of your mindset and you're aware of your emotions and you do all the actions, guess what? This is the top part. You're living intentional, aren't you? Right? Wood, fire, earth. You're living intentional here. Getting results. And once you get the results, you don't just stop and do nothing. You stop, okay, now let me relax because if we're going 100 miles an hour, we're going to burn out. This is your pit stop. You need to have a pit stop every now and then. You know what you're in the pit stop? You need to relax. Maybe you change a driver. Maybe you have a drink of water, right? Maybe you review, the, you know, your, your team come in and they give you the statistics, show you what's happened. So you review what, what you need to do to be able to improve when you go back out there again, right? What worked, what didn't work. Let this go. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that corner. There's debris there or uh, there's water on the track. We've got to change the tire. So you review the way you've been doing it. And all that renews you. It gets you excited again, doesn't it? It actually reactivates you. It increases your vitality. It increases your energy. And that's important. If we don't do that, we're not going to achieve that performance. Doing that focuses on three things. The three things of epic performance, guys, is focus. If you don't relax, renew, and review, you're not going to improve your focus. Focus is important. Um, energized. So doing the relax, review, and renew will improve, improve your focus, will improve your energy, and will keep your ambition and your fire to keep growing and moving forward alive. Otherwise, when you burn out, you think, oh, I don't want this anymore. Does it make any sense, guys? Got a thumbs up from Josh. The last one here is important, guys. And this is transient hypofrontality. And it's a concept where, you know, the prefrontal cortex is the part of the brain that's caught up with worry, with, with uh, the critic, the inner critic, the one bagging you, and you're doing right or you're not doing right. But you need some time by yourself. You need some time in solitude. You need some time with silence. You need to go for a walk in the dark or walk in the morning, a time where you close off all distractions, a walk in the woods, barefoot or whatever the case may be. Maybe you need to just close your eyes and go to sleep now. <laughs> right? Uh, all that slows down the prefrontal cortex. And as it slows down the prefrontal cortex, right, you slip into what's transient hyperfrontality. And Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi knew that in his book Flow. He said that's when you achieve the flow state. And in the flow state, that's where you can able to achieve things that you never thought possible. You come up with an idea, you, you create a painting, or you, 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 you put things together in such a way, you put the Rubik's Cube together in less than a couple of minutes, never thought possible because you put yourself in that flow state. And that's the state of a rebirth. That's the state where you reconnect with the light and inside you. So they're the five key areas, guys. So let me get back to these slides here, right? Because if we're talking about you wanting to be happy enough, how do you become happy enough? Well, number one, attitudinal contagion, it's your mindset. Focus on your mindset. Make sure you have the right mindsets that are pulling you forward to help you make the decisions. Number two, emotional contagion. Heart set, deal with the emotions, the hurts and the past griefs, griefs that you haven't let go yet. Forgive yourself and forgive others so you move on. Forgiveness, as we know, is not for other people, it's for you. So do the heart set work in order for you to have that, feel happy enough for you to make the decision. 
the next step with integrity. The skill set, the micro-improvement size, your skill set. It's your habits that you develop, right? And when you stop, when you relax, you review and renew, you're working with your health set. You become more vibrant. You become more energized because you've relaxed. You reviewed, you're now excited because you know you can do things better and you're feeling renewed with new zest, new possibility. And that's what actually activates the hormones that make you feel happier. And of course, transit hyperfrontality. You know, the soul set work. They've shown that when you do that, that silence work, that meditation, or even hypnosis, and you slip into transit hyperfrontality, we release, right? The, the pharmacy of mastery, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, the endorphins. But more importantly, you know, there's another uh, hormone that we haven't talked about called adenine. And that's the hormone for bliss. It's the same hormone that activates the receptors that make you feel blissful, the same receptors that cannabis does. So you become high on life. So when we think about the three, the five keys to make you happy enough, guys, mindset, the heart set, the skill set, the health set, and the soul set, we've always talked about them. They're their five intrinsic empires. How do you have a happy life? You do the inner work first. Get the mindsets right, the attitudes. Beware of hedonic adaptation. Focus on eudaimonic and Sure, you want to be happy now, but also move towards some meaning. Keep them growing. Your heart sets. Deal with the hurts, the griefs, the skill sets, the micro-improvements, the habits that you develop that you master. Relax, review and renew your life. That is a health-set ritual. That'll keep you younger. That'll keep you more vibrant. And ultimately, soul set. When do you walk in the woods? When you walk in the water. Not walk on water, but walk in water with bare feet, right? and take some time to yourself, you do the meditations, and you activate the pharmacy of mastery. See, when you work on the five intrinsic empires, that's when you activate the key to experience the, the, all the extrinsic stuff, all the things that you want in life. That's when people feel free. That's when people make impact. That's when people make money. If you work with the mindsets over here, you've got the right mindset, you'll feel free. When you work with your emotions and your heart set, that's when you have more impact. You're going to have more connection with people. Your actions and micro-movements, well, that's how you're going to make money, right? Your heart set down here will give you the vitality, and you know what? You work with your soul set, you end up being congruent. And when you're congruent, guess what you've done? The gap between your social identity, how you show up socially, and who you are at your core closes. That identity gap closes, and you become more authentic, more congruent. So how you show up to the world is actually how you are. No more imposter syndrome. And that is what we call the alignment map. They're the five keys in living a happy life. And the top performers know that. People that experience the, you know, the better quality lives, the happiest lives, the lives which impact other people. But there's one secret above all this that they know. What governs all this? What will determine the sets? Game, set, and match. What will determine your mindset, the heart set, the skill set, the health set, and soul set? What's the one secret to epic performance? You know what it is? Epigenetics. And we know what epigenetics is, guys. You know what epigenetics is? Well, here's what epigenetics says. Epigenetics says that is the study of how your behaviors and environment can cause changes 
that affect the way your genes express themselves well. Do you know that science can show now, it's not so much that you're born with certain genes, maybe 20% of how you turn out can probably put down to what you're born with, but more than 50% even more, your genes express themselves based on the environment. So if you're born with the ultimate being of the ultimate potential, having the inherent human potential, and ultimate being of light that you are, the only way you're going to express your ultimate being of lightness is if you're in the right environment to do so. Because the environment that you choose to be in, based on epigenetics, can suppress your light shining. The environment will affect your mindset. The environment will affect your, he your heart set. The environment will affect your skill set, your, your health set, and ultimately your soul set. Get your environment right, the world is your oyster. Like that slide, Josh. So when we talk about environment, is the one thing that we know. And it's the one thing that we have power over and we can choose. But we need to become happy enough and strong enough to make the decisions to choose the environment around us that's going to serve us well to move forward with grace and ease, to live the life that we're destined to live and allow our genes to express themselves in such a way where our, where our true spirit shines or we won't. So the one secret that these people know about the environment is this. Proximity is power. Who do you choose to have close to you? Who's your close network of friends? Because your net worth is probably an average of the 10 people that you spend around most time with. The quality of your relationships is probably the quality of the people you spend the time around. Look, here's my experience, man, I can tell you. So I separated from my, my wife three years ago, ex-wife. So I'm a separated person. Guess what I started attracting in my life? Separated people. Mirrored neurons. What did I look for? I look for people that had gone through that and were able to overcome it, right? So I can model the same behavior to overcome it. And because there was a need to overcome it, maybe I wasn't happy enough to make decisions where with certain situations maybe weren't good for me. You only realize that this is it, proximity is power, isn't that right? We need to go through that journey to understand this guy. So we can choose who's in our room. Be in a room with people that stretch you. Be in a room where you're not the smartest person in the room. You're not the wealthiest person in the room. You're not the healthiest person in the room. Sure, you can add value with who you are and add value by learning, add value by, by showing up, add value to someone else who's sharing with you. Like, you think about it, when you're sharing something someone else and someone's eager to learn, how excited does it make you feel? Because people are learning from you. Well, we can make that person who's sharing stuff with us so excited because we're absorbing, taking so much, and they feel that they're fulfilling their destiny. As opposed to hopping in my horse, I've done that stuff, I know it. I'll fuck that. I don't need that, mate. I've done that before, mate. It's interesting. Proximity is power. Who do you choose to have in your environment? Tony Robbins says this. Who you spend time with is who you become. Who you choose to spend time with is who you become. Choose your life by consciously choosing to surround yourself with people with higher standards. If you're going to be around people that complain all the time, you'll end up complaining. Emotional contagion attitudinal contagion. If you're going to be around people all the time that want to be able to 
use the system, manipulate the system, blame the system, you'll end up doing the same thing yourself. If you're around people that stretch themselves, if you're around people that are always learning, if you're around people that are always growing, if you're around people that are always humble, and no matter you know what they know, they still come to you and be humble and be kind, who do you become? Here's a quote from Tony, proximity is power. If you can get proximity with the people that are the best in the world, things can happen because all of the people that they know, the insights they have and the life experience that they have, they can save a decade of time by one insight. And the example is us sharing, you know, us deciding to do this work with his business coach that we're going to be working with our business, you know, automatically, just in two days, I can tell you, the amount of connections and the proximity and the people that have connected with us have opened up our networking opportunities and stuff that I thought, wow, was it worth the $30,000 investment? Of course it was for us. Because right now, I don't feel the smartest in the room. I'm not saying I did before. But of course, when you're sharing and, learn, and you're teaching others, people tend to look to you as the teacher, as the person they want to learn from. And that's great. But what are you doing for you to keep on growing? If you're not moving forward and going somewhere else to learn from, then what are you showing other people? That somewhere, once you feel you've stopped learning, or you've learned enough, stop learning. So there'll be a come a time they'll probably leave because you know why? Because you're not continuing to learn. So I'm in a room where I feel stretched. I'm in a room where, well, I'm, I'm doing things in a different way. And that's why now I'm in a room that we're going to grow. So what's your next step then? Based on what we're talking about, what's your next step? We mentioned, always when open new doors. And if nothing changes, nothing changes. So you need to make a decision to change. You need to make a decision to start moving forward. You need to make a decision. Where can you learn the communication skills where you can express your needs and your wants and desires and your values in a way which expresses your true nature? and draws people into you as opposed to pushes people away? Where can you develop the confidence within yourself, the self-confidence that you feel worthy enough to have the things which you design and point to you? And where can you learn the tools to be able to design the life the way you want to design and the legs underneath your life for you to be achieving things which are important? Well, you need to make a decision. You're only one decision away from a totally different life.